Holy cow, good evening everybody. Welcome to the first edition from the Apowwow with Pops Productions. You're listening to WNP's Lo-Fi Sci-Fi. Sounds good to me. Lo-Fi Sci-Fi <laughs> Sunday Show. How y'all doing this evening? I'm here with... Weston Joseph. What's up, Wes? <laughs> What's up, man? Nothing, man. I am so pumped about You ready this for this? All oh, right. I'm so ready. All right, All guys, right. tonight the we got an 80s classic movie. I think this came out in 1985. I think it's an 86, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called, you like the beginning music? It's called The Wraith. Yeah, it's got to be. featuring, uh, what is it, Charlie Sheen? Yeah, Because this was before... Uh, Charlie Sheen was as cool as Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez was still the cool one yeah, back yeah. in these days. Because Emilio had been in Breakfast Club. And men at work. And, yeah, he was good. Oh, here we go. Alright, there's two orbs flying down a back roads and it looks like I think this takes place in Colorado. The movie. The Ring. What do you think about the graphics? Um, I actually, I actually like that. I think it's hand drawn, but done pretty well. Yeah, it's pretty good actually. It holds up pretty well. I, that would be like awesome for a music video or something. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so we got two lights racing along. They meet at the center. All four, and they meet at the crossroads. <laughs> ah. Ralph Macchio is standing next to this car. No, at the crossroads. Of Ralph Macchio. All right. <laughs> I'm joking. It's just a... The car actually is a production car that never got made. Oh, really? What kind of car? It's was a Chrysler. It's a Dodge. Wow. It's a Dodge. Yes, I wanted this car so bad. Okay, so we've got... A... Motorcycle guy with a sh shitty exoskeleton. Yes. <laughs> Lots of weird exoskeletons. Oh, I love 80s music with the gated drums. Yeah. Okay, starting... Synth? Yep. Start kind of a synth. Nick Cassavetes, I remember him. Charlie Sheen, Cheryl Finn, the great Cheryl Finn, Cheryl Finn. Finn. Not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Randy Quaid! The crazy, known as the crazy Randy Quaid now. Tax Dodger. Oh yeah, Clint Howard, that's Ron Howard's yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, he's like the crazy weird one that they got Detective. from out of the basement to do character acting once in yeah, a while. Yeah. I actually just heard him do a podcast with Mark Marin not that long ago. Ron Howard actually just did Mark Marin a week ago. Nice. That was a good one. Uh-oh. We've got three cars chasing a car. There's a Biff and Buffy <laughs> sitting in a Dodge Shelby Turbo Z. I always like these cars, the Dodge Turbo Z Shelby, like the hatchback. It was like... America's answer to the import card, like I'm, the Celica. I mean, I was a kid in the 90s, so I only remember, I mean, in the 80s, so I only remember these cars, like, being in movies, yeah. but, uh, I, those were, okay, got the roadblock. What the hell is going on? What? Oh, I think we've got a road street gang, folks. Yeah, uh-oh. Of course, you have your truck, you got your crazy car, you got the Corvette, you got your Firebird with a blower. And then whatever, a Barracuda, an old Barracuda. Oh, this is the main bad guy. Yeah. It's got to be. He's got the slickest hair. Oh, Leather jacket. I love 80s bad guys. Oh, he's got a cow skull on the back. Oh, let's hear what he has to say. Opening lines, guys. Opening lines. Why'd you stop me? What do you want? Let me 
let's just say it's pink. Oh, God. <laughs> sexual, innu- sexual innuendo. 80s cliche oh, no number one. I might forget it. I'm a nice guy. But then... They think the title to your car might be worth something. These are the nicest carjackers I have ever seen. I know, right? <laughs> this guy's drinking uh, freaking antifreeze or some shit. You ever notice how everyone... Every bad guy henchman in the 80s was a punk rocker. Yeah. You ever notice that? And there was never a real mohawk. <laughs> it was always like a side from, like, like if you took all your hair and instead of a comb over, you just made a mohawk out of it. Come here, guys. We're being invaded by dogs. Oh, wait, that actor with the mohawk, I know him. Well, folks, the main bad guy is tormenting our driver and his lady in the street. And they are going to have a race for some bizarre freaking reason. Oh, Clint Howard, looking crazy as ever. All right, they're racing the shitty car for the good car. Oh, what song is Rat. this? Yes! No, it's Ozzy from No Rest for the Wicked. Yes, No Rest for the Wicked. Or is it from Ultimate Sin? Oh, now you're gonna... I think it's from Ultimate Sin. Was it's that... before Randy. Was that Brad Gillis on guitar? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think this is from uh, Ultimate yeah, Sin. Yeah, I think I had Brad Gillis from Night Ranger guitar. Yeah. I'm sure someone will leave a comment. Please, if you know. <laughs> Why are they racing this shitty car? My grandmother wouldn't get groceries in this car. I know. Yeah, the Dodge, actually the Dodge Shelby back then, I think was only a, uh, like a 145 horsepower motor, if that, going up against a, looks like an early 70s Stingray with a 350 probably, and a blower. Not a chance. No, no. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, He's I've... just toying with that poor guy. Folks, I'm trying to. I want to describe this road race, but you can hear by the music in the background that it's as shitty as you think it is. Yeah. So. Oh, we got some sparks. We got some sparks. Oh, almost. Like this is obviously stunt drivers. Uh oh, you get the get the infamous hey punk, point the finger. You know where you need to meet up. This is the most staged car race I've ever seen. I think in the original Gone in 60 Seconds, they had better scenes. Oh, I love that damn movie. This is no Gone in 60 Seconds. But it is a super fun movie. Of course, they had the the blonde girls crying. What was the point of this race? They literally back to the point that they started from. It was just... You had to do one way... Pass the sign, and then you won the race. It wasn't like a back and forth. It was literally just a go go to to the sign and back. It was a shitty music video for the song. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. 80s cliche number two: the switchblade. And mind you, the lead bad guy has a uh, a Poco necklace on. Is that the correct? (laughs) 
Is that the name? For, yeah. For Poco Poco? Yeah, Poco. it's bad. And a cow skull under... Yeah, a painted cow skull. I actually used to paint nuclear explosions and skulls on the back of the girls' so, jean jackets. Okay, so... Oh, this is the introduction. Here. Okay, so they let them go. No harm was done to the couple. The I'd, car was taken. So that was completely pointless intro to the bad guy. Yeah. That was just a very long intro, I guess, to the bad guy. Just to show how bad he was. And of course, uh, Charlie Sheen comes rolling in in my favorite outfit, the Canadian tuxedo. You guys know I rock that sucker all the time. Jeans on top, jeans on the bottom. No shirt on. I don't do it shirtless. Maybe if I did, I'd probably get more chicks. Oh. Look at Charlie Sheen. He's With like the a boots. He's like a young Tom Cruise. Or I know, something. right? He almost looks like Tom Cruise. At, like seriously, right? Oh, it's Brooks, Arizona, population sixty-four eighty-three. Oh, in the Sherilyn Finn eighties, long shirt dress with the white cowboy boots. Yeah. God, look at that motorcycle. It's a nice enduro. Was it a Honda? Yeah, I think so. Look at that shirt. Don't you wish that outlook would come back? What, the big, long, yeah, nighty that, shirt think, with the belt yeah, around it? I think it? that look should totally come back. Man, I don't know about that no, one. No, it's a good look. Yeah. Not, not for me. <laughs> we weren't doing it that, <laughs> by, that by hood in 86. Dude, you know, if you went to 80s night and saw a girl dressed like that dancing, you'd be like, that's, that's, that's the chick tonight. I mean... Come on. She would be the chick that nah. night, for sure. Nah, I don't get that. I was nah. That's not my thing. Uh, I'm all. It doesn't matter what the girl looked like in the '80s for me. <laughs> you remember? I was, as long as it was a girl. In 1986. I was in middle school, man. I was 15. <laughs> I was 15. I was at this time. I, I think I was actually masturbating to this movie. I don't know. I don't know. Is this the bad guy? Yeah, it's the bad guy. Of course. God. Really? They should tighten. They should. It's another thing about 80s movies. Like, this is the hero. This is the douchebag. This is the girl they fight over. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, seriously. Cliche. Excuse me? You're mine. You're mine. I'll do anything necessary to keep it up. I swear to you folks, there is actually some really shitty lo-fi, sci-fi. There's some great stuff in here. But uh, it takes a little setup. It takes a little setup. <laughs> Very, very kind of, you know. Well, the thing I've loved about this movie, it starts really typical, and then it goes off the fucking rails. Mm -hmm. Like, it just... Yeah, yeah. Completely, like, what is... different place. There's, yeah. like, no setup. It just, like, what the fuck is this? The only thing is the... You are. The aliens Nobody in the beginning. Nobody loves you as much as I do. You know, I said that to a girl before, and Dear God. It, it was as creepy as it sounded. You, I mean, tell me you at least didn't have your sunglasses pulled down on your nose. I mean, okay, folks, I want to make another observation that I have will always say about any 80s movie and why I probably didn't watch it when it first came out. There are no black people in this movie. Hey, I just want <laughs> This movie is so 80s. I think there's a Latin friend. This guy keeps on misgetting my point. <laughs> oh, okay. Check it out. Got the scars. Mystery. Look, do you mind if I lay my towel here? I ain't welcome over there. I don't know. Lord, uh, 
Let me just, yeah, I needed, my wife told me I need to stay on Facebook. Oh, Facebook is the devil, that's why we're watching this. <sighs> yeah. This is going to bring us back to simpler times. Yeah, seriously, right? When we had Republican presidents, we sort of like, like Reagan. And there are punk bands called Reagan Youth. Yes. Oh, I, I do hope that does make a comeback, just really good. We can start a punk band called Trump Youth. Trump Youth? Trump couple, Youth. Couple Trump, old the guys. The Trump Youth. Dude. Millennials <laughs> call me old now. It's like, oh, man. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a mean way, but like, come on, don't think of your, you know you're young, and we, we were there too, so, like, plus none of you could lift as much as I could lift, so. Okay, our main characters are on the beach, we have, yes, we have the ubiquitous sidekick that is providing exposition for all the personalities of the characters, they couldn't just act it out because it's an 80s movie. Stop using big words I don't mean, what they mean. I told you I'm from the south. Yeah, it's got to be '86 because look at the sunglasses. Yeah, he's got, totally. he's got the aviators. Everybody was rocking those. Big, and those are the big ones too. Oh, they, they totally played up his Tom Cruise looks back then. Seriously, it's okay, bro. It's okay, bro. And there might even be Sherilyn uh, Fenn. It's a. Uh, oh, we have the. Uh, you staring at my girl? Stare down. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's laying on a rock, half shirtless, with his buddy next to him. Yeah. And like so many 80s movies, well, there's certain undercurrents. <laughs> yeah, right? What the hell? Weird sex scene. Weird sex scene where people have their underwear on. Yeah. There was, there was dry humping. I think they, were, they weren't even having sex. They were dry humping. The now, hell? Oh, d okay. This must be how he got his scars. Yeah, this is what he looked like before... What happened, I think. Okay, switchblade again. That's... Oh, wow. So, okay, that's a flashback to when the bad guy killed a certain young gentleman wearing a jock strap on top of his so-called property. Yeah. Sherilyn thing. Okay, this blonde actor, who is this? I know this character actor. And they're playing smoking in the boys from Motley Crue, dude. And he's drinking... Yeah, I don't know who this actor is. I know him. I'm yeah, trying to... What else was he in? I think I know what you're talking about. He does have that familiar... I can see him. He's played like a jock in movies. What the hell is with these outfits? It's like... A lot of leather, like, necklaces and... That kid's got the grunge look before even grunge was yeah. around. He was ahead of his time. It's it's weird. To, it's weird for me to watch. It's this is just a golden age of like, and I apologize for saying this, but this is like a golden age of white stereotypes. Yeah, totally. It's a golden age. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Because they literally didn't represent anybody else in their movies, so they had every character type of white person. Yeah, it's crazy to where it's come together. They're all sitting in the same type of vehicle. Yeah. We got the redneck, we got the punk, and the weird grungy kid. Oh, and the punk kid's name is Skank. That's it. They were all named Skank back in those days. Sorry, we're talking so much. <laughs> so much. I just, I'm just like, I'm looking up stuff right now. It's so much shitty setup. 
If you wonder why they're not oh. going to remake this movie, this is a good reason. Skank's name was David Sherrill. What else was he in? Uh, let me see. He was in Careful, Five Aces. He was in Unhook the Stars. He was in The Rookie with Charlie Sheen and and, okay. uh, and Clint Eastwood, which yep. is another good... That's a good damn movie. Good movie. If you like Charlie Sheen, he was in The Beast, House of the Fallen. Holy He's in a lot of movies. Yeah, but they all suck. <laughs> the last one he was in was the... Uh, House of the Fallen in 2008 and the 27 Club. I, I know. I mean. So he's been in a few films. You know. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably understand that Jason and I have a deep love for really bad <laughs> cinema. Very bad sci-fi movies for sure from the 80s. And this is especially bad because there's no creature, there's no setup, there's this weird love story. Like, so... Like, when, you fall in the middle of a love story between two people that don't know each other. Yes. And then there's a jealous bad guy. But it's really giving me the impression 30 years later that he's actually... I better He actually has kind of the hots for Charlie Sheen. I'm not going to lie. It totally gave me that vibe. Oh, because the way... Okay, I got you. Some frustration. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling Totally gives me that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you want to come by some night? Yeah. I mean, after work? I'll be there. Damn, dude. Charlie Sheen was in Platoon, Hot Shots, Ferris Bueller. Oh, no. Charlie Sheen knew no wrong. Young Guns. Ah, dude. He was amazing in that. So many. Charlie Sheen. So this is. Must have had some fun. And this is the world we want to go back to, huh? I don't know. No, these aren't the good old. These, this isn't the Make America Great days. The 1950s were the Make America Great days. <laughs> During suburbanization, when you can get away from people of color. I mean, <laughs> and, and I hate to, you know, because, you know, there's some great lo-fi sci-fi movies. Of course, you've got Night of the Living Dead with a black protagonist. You know, they probably talking about for Phantasm. Yep. The Phantasm movies. Phantasm movies are incredible. But these kind of slice of Americana movies can always go two ways. You know, they can either... You know, they're really playing up this kind of 50s thing that was really... Like a drive-in. Like, who the hell does this anymore? Yeah. No, the 80s were the rebirth of the 50s. Because yeah, of, that's why Back to the Future was so popular. That's why everybody... Yeah, it's because, like, even 50s fashion made a comeback. Yeah. The jean jackets and jeans. Hula hoops. And Converse. <laughs> Like, that was total, in a white t-shirt, that was total 50s. I mean, that's what poor working class 50s people wore, you know? Like, white t-shirts and with the cigarettes rolled up in them. Grand, my grandfather looked like that until the 70s, for Pete's sake. Oh, what car is that? There's, that is a, that was a, that's a Triumph, maybe? Or an MGB? MGB, I think it is. Or a TR6, Triumph TR6. You guys see the front of it. It looks it's like a your Porsche. Reggie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, no, it's a Spitfire. So Spitfire? it's a Triumph Spitfire. Okay. I think she was looking for... Now, I will say that this is like the who's who of 80s douchebag muscle cars. This movie is like... It's got them. A love letter to that. Yeah. Literally any possible vehicle a douchebag could drive in cinema, they are literally driving in this movie. Oh, well, here's where the bad guy gives Billy, the brother of the guy 
that gets that oh, got wow. killed in the scene where they were hump, dry humping. So this is the brother. He works oh. at the same so burger shack with the Sherilyn Finn character. Oh my god. Don't worry, Zach. You still got plenty of dog food. Let's grind up some meat, huh? Has this guy been warmed or is he just naturally given to child? These. These are the worst tough guys I've ever seen. I know. They seem like theater actors pretending to be tough. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's a nice car you have here. Kind of like me and our in our show. Oh, come on, Pack. I was just giving you a ride home, man. Give me a break. Hey, Rugged. What's this triumph worth? Yeah, try. You're not getting it, Packers. You're not taking it. It's like in the real world, that guy would get his ass beat. Like, that's not the guy you just go up to and fight. That's the guy you wait behind a bush with a bat. And yeah. You wait for him to walk by and you're like, here you go, sucker. It's like he's literally the leader because he's the tallest character. <laughs> yes. He's got the prettiest hair, too. The mole. Like how old is he? Whoa. There it is. There's the car, the race. Okay. I forgot about this part. This is where they... This is the first race, guys. This is the first real street race between the Wraith. They should have put that car out. That's a sick car. I won't lie. I'd, I'd drive the shit out of it now. The Wraith vehicle is the bomb. I would do something different in the back. I'd bring it back. I kind of like the high back because it looked too much like a Lamborghini. I like that high back. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah it did, didn't it? I mean, for that time period, that car must have been like, was like... Look at these cars! Okay, so they're all chasing after the black vehicle. Yeah. And this is where the movie thankfully starts going off the rails. Yeah. Because it actually gets really decent after here. That is a badass whip, man. Full, fully tinted windows cannot see inside of them. The car is a Chrysler. See, I think you can actually buy this kit still. Damn. See? They had a, a pace car. One. That's a, here's a different looking one that's painted differently. That's a sick whip. That's a sick whip. I'm sorry. That's a badass car. Yeah, it's fucking... Here we go. Clint Howard looking like... A racerhead's little brother. The Wraith car was based on the Dodge M4S Turbo Interceptor is what the car was called. Okay. That's crazy. That's Ron Howard's brother. Is it me or are all these damn cars automatics in this movie? I th it seems like they yes. are. Yes. They're all, yeah, none of them are red sticks. What the hell kind of race movie do you have automatic vehicles I in? I don't, probably none of the actors knew how to drive stick. Word, word. I mean, they're probably most of them, I mean, they're young Hollywood actors. Okay, the movie's actually jazzing up a little bit. So we're going. We're looking at a Dodge, T Dodge Daytona Z you saw racing against the uh, Interceptor in a very curvy. Right, this is yeah Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very high, like a high mountain road. I'm loving the music. I'm a big fan of music soundtracks, and I love the music actually. Very much. <laughs> 
86, man. Yeah, seriously, right? I'm actually liking this scene a lot, even though it's this. It's better. It's a lot better than the first. The other race yeah, scenes are bad. Like, there's a, a nice. You shouldn't have shot it at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this actually creates a lot of good tension because he can never pass this yeah. black mystery. Now, watch this shit. This is my favorite part. Gone. Interceptor disappear of. Cops didn't even see him get past. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, those are Chrysler's. I think Chrysler was the car company yeah. for the movie, you know, they paid for the ad photo. I mean, this Dodge Daytona, I think, was a special edition when the movie came out, even. They probably even used the movie to sell that, the, that Turbo Z, you know? Oh, shit. So the Interceptor's parked sideways in the road. The Dodge Shelby crashes into it, it's off a cliff. Oh, I love those practical effects. Real car, real fire, not caring about the environment or any of the animals. Yeah, you can see the gasoline just burning burning up the side. Like real fuel just burning the environment. (laughs) Small groundhogs and chipmunks are just being devastated on the side of this mountain. I think a mountain goat just took one to the head. That is a badass <laughs> fire, though, man. I know, right? Pretty vicious. They had that fucker full. They are like, make it burn for a long time. Oh, shit. Yeah! And then the wraith, of course, being the ghost, is what the wraith yeah. means. The car can reconstitute itself. Reappear out of nowhere. And so, just so you know, a wraith is a spirit of vengeance. I actually wanted to... I thought that would be a cool band name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually came up with a couple good ones today. Think you made it? Got Hella sensitive. Local kid. <laughs> Used to be. And then Star and Sickle. I like that one. Star and Sickle. Oh God. That's a punk band. That should be. That should be fun. I be, basically. Jason, no! <laughs> Jason, no! That's our. That's our inside joke because. Uh, Jason, Jason says some shit. Yeah, Jason could be the wild one. Uh, and I'm not necessarily... Oh, the great Quaid. Randy Quaid. I'm not necessarily the most reasonable brother on the block from time to time, but Jason, uh, Jason's a doozy. That's why I love him so. <laughs> oh, Randy Quaid is the big... He's huge, dude. Randy dude, he's huge. He's like 6'5". He's like what? He looks like he's like 300 pounds there. Yeah. Easily. Like six. But he looks healthy. Like, he looks yeah. great in this movie. And you caught us speaking without a planet wise guy. There's a dead kid three miles up the highway. Who the hell wrote this script? Run off the highway it was, and kill. You know what? Let me let me see. It's like it's so bad. It's like it's not even good. Like and, they like, live. The dialogue to they live is so bad. It's good. Like this is like like first pass, no editing. Yeah, like everything was like one 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 shot. Yeah, you get it. You they probably maybe got two or three chances to film. You yeah, because film so expensive, they probably didn't have enough money. Like so you guys get two chances. Yeah, to make it. it's just the most stilted deliveries. Everybody addresses everybody face to face. Yeah. Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> Who me? 
That's kind of funny that you <laughs> look at this. Yeah, it's all face to face. He couldn't have. He had to walk into in front of each instead of just be like you, you, you know. But do you see what I'm seeing? Yeah, look, at, so look how he's looking at him, like, huh? But but you, okay, this is why this is good because it gives us two perspectives on the same kind of thing. Because when I see this movie, I am seeing the stereo every. White stereotype they could pull out. You got the big redneck sheriff. You had the jock there with a letter jacket. Where the hell did that dude come? He He's was part like, of the crew somehow. Why? He's the wild. Guy. Nobody explains how these dudes even yeah, hang out with no, each other. No introduction of how they. Oh, whoa. What? Yep, dude's missing his eyeballs. Totally fine after he fell off the mountain. This kid smashed down a canyon through fire and busting glass. Must have been a thousand degrees in that car. Uh huh. At least. Where's his eyes? Sent cats climbing up my spine when I saw them holding this carps out of that cat. That's a good saying. Sent cats climbing up my spine. I'm worried that something right. Get him into town and box him up. Get him into town and box him up. That's a good one. All right, load him up. I was waiting a while for a classic line. I mean, Randy Clay. Randy Clay's got his country on, man. Yeah, he does. I wouldn't talk no smack to him back in these days. I spill it. Who was driving that other car? Nobody ever saw it before. It wasn't a local car. It was. It was customized or something. Like her acting is bad, and yet she's like an Academy Award winner compared to everybody else. Well, no one seems to be too broken up about Mr. Fisher laying there, splayed out the four points of the compass. But then again, maybe that's what things have come down to. Huh? He had to have come up with some of these catchphrases. Well, I'm just reading a little thing here on, on the interwebs. Uh, there's a, it says, after all these years, I think the gentleman's name who wrote it, was, it wrote the screenplay, his name was Mike Marvin, and he wrote, said something, he's like, there's a scene where we shot where Dave Sherrill's skank yelled out something, and he's like, I don't remember that was in the original script, so I'm sure there was a lot of, like, yeah people were trying to improv on us. Oh, oh, we got the wraith. He's standing up in the mountain, and, oh, a piece of his exoskeleton has totally disappeared. Uh-oh, he's being bound, his spirit is being bound in some fashion, I'm sure. Do you think that's what that means? Yeah, you know, as the pieces uh, disappear, yeah, like he's, they're trying to bring something back. I mean, listeners try to talk deep about this shitty ass movie. That's why I well, love. I'm, I'm kind of, well, no, I just want to know, like, because the, uh, the idea of the wraith, like, because I, I don't know much about the, like, I I knew it was a ghost of vengeance, but I don't know if it's like if that's part of its vengeance thing where like as it kills each person that it goes back after like how pumpkin head works yeah yeah it comes to life it kills the people it's supposed to it goes back in the ground nice pumpkin head good reference definitely a good October movie yeah right (laughs) the old lady reminds me of my grandmother from the Appalachians (laughs) that's pretty she probably has a pumpkin head up there that's pretty scary Just up the street from me. She's she, Sherilyn Finn character is really upset because her homeboy's eyeballs are missing and, and he's clean. He's the only person. Dead. Clean and dead. So dead and so clean, clean. I was tired. I decided to go home. Don't lie to me. Oh, the 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 very common '80s misogynistic. I will kill you. Really? If you lie to me. That was such a normal question. He totally didn't set that up with any anger. No. What the hell is this? 
See, it's weird because they're trying to make him an asshole without any motivation. Yeah, there's no... There's, like, why is he such a dick? Why is he such a dick? Like... I think this, he's just a dick because he wants to be a It's like dick. this 80s thing, like, okay, now he's grabbing the knife and a blade, but remember back in the old days when they wanted to show you how crazy someone is, he'd take a lighter and burn his hand, like Lethal Weapon yeah. style? Oh, God. What a shitty blood pack effect. Yeah, there's no blood on the blade. <laughs> Word! Nice! And he eats his own blood. Oh, it's corn syrup. Sweet. They're making him crazy for no reason. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? He he was gonna kill you for just trying to get a ride home. You're gonna tell wait till you get back to the crib. I don't love you. Listen, after all this crazy shit you've done, and I've been acting scared about you this whole time, I don't love you. <laughs> oh. Just so you're Oh really? Oh shit. Here's the classic 80s garage, neon, blue neon, throughout. Literally, they're in the middle of nowhere in a barn, but inside looks, looks like the lab from Short Circuit. Like, Okay, so Clint Howard is the genius that hooks up their whips. Okay, I got you. He's the motor dude. I got you, because I forgot about that. They literally have every cliche. It's amazing. They've got the nerd, the jock, the, the redneck. Like, no, these guys don't even... They're not smoking weed together. They're not yeah, they're sharing a cigarette. They're not beer together. Nothing. No, like, we were kids. Like, nothing. Like, why are they following this guy? Yeah. He's wearing a black... What He's is wearing this? a black v-neck. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, guys. This is a good scene. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna turn this up because I like I like the how he... T you guys just listen to the scene. The accountant? He's got a Wall Street yeah. Journal for God's I know. What the hell is that? <laughs> They like made him the brains. They literally sat. Well, we needed this. We needed that. We need, we need the brains. Of that. Okay, here we go. Nice. The wraith walks in with a badass shotgun, a la Terminator. This is like the best worst costume I've ever seen. Actually, that is a pretty rad costume. The actual suit's kind of neat because it has like all these different like pieces to it, like all form different things. I mean, losing Augie ain't no big deal. Listen to these guys talking shit. This guy's got a big ass. Buddy, shaker. I put that kidney buster down if I was you. A this fucking place is kidney buster. Oh, Clint Howard's having a flashback. He thinks he just saw the the uh, guy's face that he killed. Oh, that's how they did him. They killed him, put him in the back of a car, and pushed it off the side of a mountain. And they shot, shot it with, with a shotgun. Shot. And more environmental disaster. Hey, I don't know what your problem is, guy. Nice! That's a hell of a gun. Yeah, it, I mean, to shoot through a car, not have any ricochet. Okay. So this is a good warning to them. This is actually a fun scene. So he's just decimating all their vehicles. While blast to the motors. While douchebag guy sits there with his thumbs in his pocket, not yeah. even impressed. Like what a... It's like they're making him a badass, but with no setup for his badassery. Yeah. Like we've literally, only seen, we've only seen him threaten a woman and small dudes, and then pull a knife through his hand. It's literally he's the leader. He's way taller than our hero. Yeah.
scene is like the violence is so gratuitous and yet at the same time I realize that you don't actually get to see much direct violence. What the hell is this scene for? This is actually fun, but... So he's just shooting up the place. He hasn't shot anybody. Yeah, he's not... He's not... You know... He's just letting them know what they're dealing with. That's all. He's just giving them the what for. The what for? This fucking guy. Where'd he go? And then the wraith... Skank, gone. you pussy. Like a fart in the wind. Hey! Yeah! See, but there's only one cinematic oh, no. skank, and that's from the crow. Yep. Oh, no skank. Yeah. He did. <laughs> nice. We're in a airplane... Probably the, I forget the name of this. Airplane graveyard? Yeah, this is... I don't know the name of this one, but it's the one that's out west. Yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of it. Very commonly used in movies. It was also used in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Have you ever seen that? Who is in that? Don Johnson and Mickey Rourke. Oh my god, like a billion years ago. That's like the Such. that's like the fifth rate Tango and Cash. Oh dude, oh Tango and Cash is like my favorite. That's a You don't know nothing. You don't know shit. That's a great movie. <laughs> I'd watch a re a sequel to that. They wouldn't even have to make it a remake, just make it a sequel. Yeah. Lomas. Yeah, I think that bringing them back would be kind of funny. Kurt Russell and him. Hey Lomas. It's a real strange place you got here. Really unique in its depressing qualities. <laughs> what do you need? Bingo. You the guy's got chew in his mouth and he's got a cigar. It's crazy. They're in Arizona. No Latin people, no Indian people. Just crazy. Crazy white people. It's crazy. Okay, this is the redneck country, dude. Morning, fellas. Uh -oh. Go. Hey. Sheriff's doing some investigating. Nice place you got here. Skank is gonna help you. Been working here long. And I smell a cop. You smell a cop? No. No, you don't say that. No. You say I smell a no. pig. Right? Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. I, I, I smell a cop. No one is. Oh my god. No one in my family has ever said I smell a cop. Yeah. They've always said I smell a pig. I mean, you could. It's like anybody could have wrote this better. It's like. Yeah. It's like, it must be breakfast. Thought I smelled bacon. I smell a cheeseburger. What? I smell a cronut. Huh? That guy before. Cronuts are way better than this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know what's funny about this flick is what I think a lot. There's still something. There's still a certain quality to this that could that could be revamped and be done well because it's done so badly. But at the at the core, there's something there. The idea is kind of a cool idea. It's just executed horribly. Yeah. No, seriously. I know it's gonna be hard with your melon on chemical overload. But there's a killer out there, and I'm going to track the hairball down. So when you two crater heads get finished mining for nose gold, and you get a relapse of memory, you let me know, huh? They let him write his own dialogue. I swear to you, it's way too different from what everybody else is saying. Yeah. 
They let him write it. He actually put some real acting yeah, stuff in there. Yeah, those cliches are hor- horrible, but... <laughs> He's drinking hydraulic fluid. Guys, this guy's skank. He's, uh... No, I kind of could tell, too. Yeah. His dialogue was, de- was definitely yeah. he way was... more advanced. Yeah. Everybody else is like, okay, okay. They literally have, like, four locations in this movie. Yeah. Everybody eats here. <laughs> At the burger truck. With the crappiest looking burgers I've ever seen. Like, I was saying the same thing, my friend. <laughs> what is this? Pickles. I love that in movies, how they never really eat the food. Yeah, like act like they're, oh, oh this is delicious. I'm going to eat a big, oh, oh, man, the bad guy pulled in. I can't eat the sandwich. <laughs> Bullshit! I never get a chance to eat with these guys in town. Calling it in. This movie still hasn't satisfied my new obsession, which is like really out of place background extras. Yeah. I haven't seen one yet that's like staring at the camera, but I'm always waiting. Yeah, me too. I like that. Like this person, they're kind of like looking away from the camera, but you can see their eyes looking at the camera. Yeah, yeah. I love those. And then they're like kind of mouthing to themselves, like, I'm not looking at the camera. There is literally, these are like the five most different people in the world. Like, there is no reason for these guys to ever hang out. And there's, I don't think there would be any way that there would be this, this group would be this diverse in this small, yeah. this town of only 4,000. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, it's like you got the jock. There's way, there, yeah. But they literally, there'd, there'd be country in jock. It's crazy, yeah. You know, like. What he's got is an ass full of trouble. It's literally what the writers thought that these character types were like. Yeah. I'm gonna knock this out of fire and whale shit? What? What the hell does that mean? That was like a George W. Bush saying. <laughs> make like a train. Get out of here. I was so waiting for that. Note. On and he was nice enough to use tape. I would I'll be tape. on the lookout mountain road waiting, waiting. in black sharpie <laughs> on lined paper, too. Like, did yeah. he get a notebook? Did he like go to the yeah, went to the store? Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. stop at fucking office works and pick up a fucking notebook pad. College, college lined. I dig that old Barracuda though. Oh man, I almost Thank you, What is the uh, Barracuda is like 67? Yeah, 66 that, that had like a 350, but you could put a 450 in that if you modified Some it. Some of them had a 318. 318, that's yep. what it was. My my car stuff is like a little rusty, but since I've been working on my Jeep, well, my roommate is yeah. getting better. <laughs> see my tool case right there. Yeah. <laughs> They have great cars. I love that GMC. That's a nice C10. Yeah. Like a, uh, what would be a, I think it's a GMC Sierra, yeah. which would be a GMC S10 or a Chevy S10. I, ha- I had one of those, and that car was so horrible on gas. But they last forever. GMCs, like, are fucking forever. That car just drank gas. Yeah, I can only imagine. Okay, I love that these races are during the, the, the day. Really? Sawed off shotgun. Why is it you continue to question my Cool. You got a big audience drug here, man. First degree murder. Hey! Hey, it's my turn! I'll teach that bastard a lesson for 
He's got a he's got a poke necklace too. The, the, the drop kid. Watch for the dogs. Keep them back there. Where you going? Yeah, straight through that door to your right. She's in the bathroom real quick. Excuse me. Okay, so they're setting up the race. The motor does not look like a motor. They have them open it so they could put a. Uh, He doesn't even know where to connect it. It looks so. I don't, I don't know how he knew, how he knew where to connect that since he never seen the car before, but somehow he did. Okay. The the motor's in the back. He's racing a '78 Trans Am, '79 Trans Am, Pontiac Firebird actually. It's got a blower. And then the cops are coming. Go! Race is off. Listen to the music. Worst song of the of the of the movie so far. Who is this? I have no idea. The heavy metal girl I listened, I dated did not listen to this band. But if I were to guess, I'm either saying Crocus, something like that. Crocus, really? Or, uh... No, no, maybe, uh... Doesn't feel like Crocus No, maybe it's, uh, what those guys are saying, uh... Dream Warriors from, uh... The, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare Street. Dream I guess if you happen to listen to this, uh, listen, listen to that. Listen. I know. You know what? I bet you this was this was the the E major pentatonic chugalug. That's yeah. what we used to call it. Just palm mute the E string, palm mute every chord. I love this car, man. Never give it up without a fight. You know, I, I was thinking on why this movie hasn't developed like a cult status. Even though it was like re relatively popular, like when you go to Blockbuster, this yeah. would be like the fifth one down. Yeah. You know it what got I'm saying? Rented, yeah, yeah it, it definitely got rented, but uh, I was trying to think hard about it because, you know, I, I'd seen this movie when I was a kid. And I'm trying to remember what things really stuck out about it. And I was like, well, basically nothing, right? As far as like, okay, it's the, it's the same kill, sets up, but he sets up in a road this time. And uh, man, they did not give a crap about burning shit in this movie. No, they didn't. Oh, there's another piece. There's another piece. Another weird exoskeleton piece, titanium, something metal, and the car returns. Badass car, but I was trying to think of why this. I like the sound. And I and I think that this car lacks a lot of what you think of class. It's like a classic '80s song. You always remember the hook, but you don't remember the verses. Yeah. And I, so I think this movie is a lot like like that. Yeah. Set the lyrics okay. really bad. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> no, I got you. But it does have a certain. I mean, the cars in this movie are great. 
it's a really great advertisement for this concept car. Yeah. The Wraith is being chased right now by cops at high speed to a bridge where there is a blockade. A roadblock, mind you, not a blockade. This is in East Germany. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first person of color in the film. <laughs> Sorry, I just... <laughs> no, I... I, 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 I I was, I was kind of amazed there for a second that you were... Yes, sir. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here it comes. Okay, here comes the, here comes the animation. Whoa! That was pretty rad. All right, so the Wraith pretty much drove through the front, or took the front off of two cars. And realizing, and when you think about the physics, the two cars didn't move. Yeah. <laughs> so. He just slashed off the fronts. With the motor and all. Move the shit out the way! I mean, those were probably literally the crew on the set who probably only had like an hour to film that. Yeah. They probably didn't even close down the highway. They just filmed that stretch of highway that nobody travels down the way. Probably had to make a couple miles down the road with yeah. a walkie talkie. And once again, it's kind of funny because I've seen Randy Quaid in his scenes and he's actually driving his car in some parts yeah where the other actors they were never actually in the car yeah you never see him right right uh oh nice oh ghostly booyah shaka okay so now it broke up into the six light I guess UFO elements yes ghostly elements they just that made up the car yes would that be a plethora of wraiths that would be a plethora of wraiths that become one wraith, it seems. <laughs> I think I think a lot of the problem with this movie is that I love that look that Randy Quaid just gave. It's a very awkward look. He told he totally pinned ah! I think the big problem with this movie is that it doesn't give a lot. You know, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It has a premise. It follows very through. good story. Back, it's got a good story. Yeah, too. it's yeah. got a, it. It exists in a universe. Yes, yeah. where the physics of this universe makes sense. Oh, shooting yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't really do that. Like, you know, this is, nobody is explaining the Wraith at all. Like, the Wraith just appears, does some badass shit, and nobody's afraid of it. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody questions what it is. Right, right. You no, know, that's a good point. You know, so it's like... Oh, look at that outfit. That outfit is terrible. And what is with the Dallas Cowboy boots? I'm telling you, man. And they got the cute little metal tips on them, too. Yeah. Charlie Sheen has not been in this film for the last half an hour. No, he hasn't. He hasn't. I mean, he literally did not do this. Well, they didn't. I mean, they only had to pull. They only had to stop him from doing coke in this trailer a couple scenes. That's all. And I noticed that they really set up who's gonna die next by what car is in the scene previous. Yeah. Okay, so Skank and the weird dude are just catch caught a. The bad dude's girlfriend and Charlie Sheen's character on his enduro yeah. in the streets of an Arizona, small Arizona, Arizona town. And this enduro does not sound like a regular enduro. No. They never do. I mean, I used to do fully work for movies and... Uh, I mean, if you actually heard the way a real engine sounds when it's recorded for 90% of the cars, you'd... It sounds like shit, right? It sounds like crap. 
you know. Lots of your basic uh, alleyway stunts, boxes, you know, things like that. They're smashing in everything. I love it. I love how no cops are chasing them. Yeah, that's a weird part, right? I always love that in movies. Why does everybody have a shotgun in this movie? Is another thing. Yeah, that one too. That one's. I think this Arizona might be a, a shotgun state. Dude. Nah, it's. <laughs> It's weird. It's like something about the movie. I mean, a shot. Think I think about it this way: a shotgun's easy to get. You can go to kind of any store and get a shotgun, but a handgun is something you're gonna have to. And if you're on a low budget, especially back in these days, they weren't as. A, they tended to use real guns. You want to see something that could fit, that's gonna piss you off? Have you seen this thing that this guy invented for guitar? Because he didn't want to learn how to play the string, so he made a tool. That plays the guitar for him. All you have to do is hit the C A D. Yeah, I've seen some stuff like that. Man. That's bullshit. Man, I, I, you know, I say anything that gets you inspired to do the damn thing, do you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, the way I feel about it, I had to spend more time learning how to use that shit when I could. Having sex with a flashlight. <laughs> oh, I see Instead what you're of, saying. Like it does all the stuff for you. You just hit the little wooden things. Very basic. So you don't really have to learn the chords or anything, which yeah. so kind of takes away the. Whatever. It's the art of it, though. I mean, right? it's, the way I think about it, that's so, some things, some utility, some things like this don't need to be invented because <laughs> it's you don't because there's an art behind the tool that is already there. I think we actually oh, oh wreck. They wrecked the car. Damn, they wrecked the Barracuda. That's a badass. Who's the next cars? <laughs> I used to have rings like that. Nobody's bleeding. Oh, he's got a little blood there. They weren't wearing seatbelts. They were in a fucking fortress. I got a thing. <laughs> he just sprayed WD 40 blaster up his nose. Really? With the straw and everything. I know. A little weasel piss will get it working. These guys have never hung out with anyone that has done drugs like that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I guess they they don't like that the barracuda was destroyed also. soundtrack alright folks I really thought there'd be a few more sci-fi elements to this but really they haven't provided uh, any backstory into what the hell is going on it seems like a John a crappy John Hughes movie with uh, a, a couple deaths off screen on it 
<laughs> they're kissing. They're making. Yeah, out. they're kissing, and the bad guy's smoking a cigarette, so you know he's really watching. Pissed. Yeah, he's fucking angry because he wants to kiss Charlie. I mean, he wants to kiss her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Dayton. I can never. You, I can't figure it out. Do you see out. a sexual frustration there? It's it's this weird kind of thing where Charlie Sheen is really neutered because you know Charlie Sheen, you know, from nowadays, you know. I yeah, mean, I see what you mean. God bless him. It's sad what happened happened to him, but you know him, you know, especially in these times. He ain't sad. He happy he got that man. He, 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 he earned that. <laughs> I, I guess so. But you know what I'm saying? Back in these days, they tried to really play him as, as like. a clean cut. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. So they really like toned down any of that sexual. Like he's trying to be basically Marty McFly innocent. Yeah, he's got that kind of that kind of like look in his eyes. Yeah, too. like hey, I don't know what's really going on. I think they really want to just make you be like, oh, this isn't the wraith. Who is it? Yeah, it's not the guy with scars on his it's neck. It's not the guy. who's like, hey, it's not me. I you like living dangerously, don't you? Man, dangerous, my battle knife. <laughs> That's that, that anytime that line is said in any movie, that should be the response. I don't give a fuck what type of movie it is. It should always be the response. Just to fuck with Look at look at him crying, looking at Charlie Sheen. It's weird, man. He does he does I mean, his stare at him is really intent. I mean, I'm not it, that's no. not weird that no, they would have weird. two characters would have feelings yeah. for it, but it's just weird how they're presenting it because everything is so super hyper-masculine. And violent. That it's almost coming full circle. Yeah. To, it's really... No, nice! It. Right? How the Thank you. Broke up. I, a good scene. I, it, they literally had a sci-fi element in it. He turned into the little spirits and vanished off. <laughs> And then the idiots are walking down the street with a shotgun in a bag. A Kenex? I've never heard of that company. This Genki look like shit. Thank you. See, this guy's so weird. Like, he's, like, obviously concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Kid and bike just came by here. You see him? No, we see nothing on that. The motorbike with carry on it or nothing, Pat? You're pissing me off. Get in. Oh, nice! Did you see that? Yeah. How the car the car floated down behind them. Nice. We're in them and shot him into a graveyard. Watch it be right in front of. The, okay. It's good. <clears throat> it is. It's right in front of the. And then the yep. Packard, Packard Walsh. Walsh rip, and there was no date on it. It just said rip on it. Packard Walsh is the bad one. Oh. I'm really curious about what the logic of the braces is. Because both the ones on his arms are going The shotgun just blew up on him, like cartoon style, like Elmer Fudd. Just a kid. I'm hunting Wabbit. Hey, chicken shit! 
these effects look like a play. Like it's weird. This movie's like almost pointless, but there are a nugget or two here. That's the flyer that's going up around you. Huh. What else is new? You aren't alone if you are. <laughs> I'm not alone because of, I'm not alone because, because of we're most of the country. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. 80s cliche again. Sex scene on a in the shop. <laughs> And another dry hump scene. It's like she's all the way down to her, she's nude, panties, and he's got his pants on. What is and his boots. And she's got, like... Loomis, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, you got a scene. You gotta be out of your mind barging in here like this. I got this problem. I love how everybody now back then had that soft I'm muscle. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> This is a warning. I know, yeah, they're shaped like really just a little bit of shape to it. Like Don Johnson. <laughs> Soft hardware muscle. Buddy, now. Oh, that sounds important. They kind of did push ups. Yeah, yeah. Like all 20 right. a day. Yeah, I'm alright. 20 a day. See you in the squad car. You know, I, I, like, see how not like tough he is there. It's so weird. It's like there's actually things about this movie, like, and it's because it's '86, low budget. But there's some movies that came out this year that were like great. Like the first uh, John Claude Van Damme movie started coming out '86, '87. Lionheart. Yeah, yeah. Cyborg. Cyborg. Dude, that movie was the dopest. Dope. Oh, we should we should totally yeah, review we'll just, that. Yeah, we'll do Cyborg. Yeah, that's a classic. No one ever talks about that movie anymore. That's a great yeah, movie. Yeah, I like that one. That's a great bad movie. But you know what I'm saying? This, it's like the level of acting they tried to get was just so low. Like Sherilyn Finn, she's good, but she's got nothing to do. The high-waisted bathing suit. The 80s, I love that. Make that leg look long. Couldn't sleep at all last night. had strange dreams. Can't wait for those bathing suits to come back. I dreamed that the man in the moon was laughing at me. <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? And that's probably the best line of dialogue in this whole thing. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? What? <laughs> then I was headed Where did that come from? And the driver was Jamie Hankins. What's strange is that Jamie's dead. Oh, dun dun dun. I know, Billy told me. You know, Jamie was a lot like you. So he is Jamie Hankins, but he's... Yes. But he's, nobody recognizes the, him? Yeah, the face is different. I like you. Well, isn't that... I guess wouldn't that be the power of the Wraith? I guess so. To have as a ghost so people not see you as who you really were or something? See, there's the difference. Okay. He looked different. The face is different. For some reason, they gave him facial surgery in... Ghostland. Yeah. It's true. That's weird. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I love you. 
and she had the she has the traditional like wedding hairdo done. Like, yeah, the French braid. French braided in the back with the for that special moment in the cold water of Arizona. <laughs> I was hoping this, I was hoping this would have a lot more sci-fi in it, but uh And there's why Sherilyn Finn was in quite a few movies. She had no problem doing that. She got paid well. <laughs> you notice how in the beginning everything was really rock. And like you were saying, my yeah. cheese mode and everything, and now everything's getting real, it's like a soft, yeah, ob- obligatory, weird, awkward, sexy. You can't, you can't see me right now, but I'm waving my hands, trying not to scream out loud in a, in a, in a weird pseudo characteristic ah! Italian way because that scene was so horrible. Ah. I never want to have sex again. Sheriff's office. They it. It's Murphy. He's at home. Tell him I'm calling back. They'll call you right back. Oh my god. And your friend Minty? I guess we're almost trying to watch this too much because I'm like trying to find the point to this damn movie. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is our first time watching a film together, so the format of this hasn't come together. At first, I thought we'd comment on movies and times, but more mostly, I'm baffled by the sheer stupidity of this movie. It is literally. A uh, kind of cool Marco. concept of a ghost story, like Fast and the Furious ghost story with a shitty eighties, eighties, eighties movie in it. John yeah. Hughes movie in it. So before I nail you bastards to the wall, like almost like trauma film, bad. Dude, um, I mean, but trauma films, traumas are good, but you kind of like not even good enough to be that bad. You yeah, know what I mean. Well, I, I'll say this about for it being a, like a, a ghost thing or something. You know, like, I mean, trauma films have an incredible amount of action going on. As far as like every five to ten minutes, there's something memorable happening. Where this yeah. movie is like they're not providing any exposition, so you're only picking up what the rape is through these little one-off comments. Yeah, you know, and it's just like you guys try to take the law into your own hands. So there's no kind of focal point. Even the rape himself is not a focal point. I'm gonna see you all sniffing cyanide. But then there's some cool stuff like he's making like paper men. And cuts the head off to show them all what they're gonna end up like in prison. Do you read? Oh man, I don't wanna go to jail. Mom's gonna be pissed. Yeah, this movie it just it's like it's like before that first line of cocaine hit at the production meeting for this, it sounded like a good damn idea, I'm telling you. And then by the time that, you know, that eight ball was done, it turned into this. And Charlie Sheen was probably buying. Like, it was, this is a pretty bad movie. I got a guy. <laughs> like, I was hoping there'd be more scientific elements because I'm a nerd and I like to point out yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, that's the thing thing. about the sci-fi in this is there's no, it's, it's, it is a... It's a sci-fi movie without any science fiction in it. Really. Yeah, I mean, and I and I consider paranormal things like you know that he blew up the lab. Yeah. And all of that stuff, but it's just super low tech. Like. Yeah. It's it's like there's no background to why this dude's the smartest besides the fact he has glasses and the crazy eraser head hair. Yeah. There's back with the Billy Idol. There's no reason why these guys are friends. There's no. 
it's really weird. But then again, the Wraith itself is actually cool. The way he looks, the car. Yeah, everything. Even like the mechanisms he's using. It's just like, it's just almost shitty. It's such a small story. Yeah. Like it's this really convoluted revenge story when it can be just like straight. Like yeah. he's like the crow. Like this guy kills some people. He's come back and he's taking you out one by one. Yeah. And the kills suck. Straight up revenge. Yeah, it's straight up revenge, and the kills blowing. Yeah, this. the kills in this are like very sterile. They're very right. It's weird it's because it's just you take the eyes out and they come back looking clean. Like there's like they didn't. Doesn't look like there was suffering. Yeah. And it was cool, and that was even kind of cool because it added a supernatural element, but then it is still doubled down on it. So you don't have a stack of bodies. Like, like it's like they can only afford the effects for like that one yeah, yeah. scene. Nice! Clint Howard has actually figured out. He and he's called it the Wraith. Yep. He, the smart guy. Yeah, he figured out that it's an evil spirit. Once again, no setup, no conversation beforehand. But I think he actually saw his face in the mask. What stir up some spoozle someplace. No, I think he said stir up some coos. Oh, coozle someplace, and then he grabbed his dick. Yes. So. Well, at least he didn't grab anyone's pussy. So, That's just so you know, America was grabbing life by the pussy a long time ago. Ah, oh, oh, there's shit. the wraith. You the wraith get... comes flying up the road. Oh, now they got a Plymouth oh, now. Bad day for the bad day for the guys. Whoa! Now that was That's a good kill. Scene. That was a great kill. That's a great kill in the movie. Because so, basically, the wraith is indestructible. So the wraith just flew into the garage with Skank and uh, Redneck Boy. About to get in the car, and the Wraith just kind of flew in there at top speed and blew yeah. up the whole damn garage. Yeah, with that's it. Best kill of the movie. As we were talking about how the kills were <laughs> less and not so good, there was a, one good kill in there. And then the ubiquitous rolling tire. Yeah, rolling tire, just so you know. Just, just like shit's fucked up. All that made it was this one rubber tire. And I love how the tire has no rim on it. Yeah. <laughs> just a tire. And then here comes the car comes driving out. And he drives right past him. Right past Clint. Because I don't think that guy was involved in the death. No. And I think that's why he's been okay. kind of, yeah. Because you need one alive to tell the story of the wraith. Like that, and this is the part in the movie where it actually starts jumping up a little bit. Like things start cooking. Cops always show up too late. <laughs> and uh, sorry if we're spoiling this because A, this movie's old as hell and we have the internet. B, uh, this movie is so bad that you could write what you think the Wraith would be about and it would be a better script than this. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, probably. This is just more fun. I was hoping there would be more sci fi elements to talk nerdy about, but we do have Clint Howard. Yes, we do. <laughs> They were oh, Gutter Boy was there. the. That's a good name. It's like they vaporized. They were adios by the kid in the turbo. I warned him. I warned him. What are you trying to say, boy? <laughs> you and Gutter Boy were in there when the face flew. That's a great name for a band, Stink and the Gutter Boy. I know it seems impossible. 
<laughs> I didn't know it was Jamie Hankins until he came up missing. What you're telling me is that Packard and the others killed Jamie Hankins? Jamie Hankins was here the other night with a shotgun. A dead kid with a shotgun. I see his eyes, Loomis. I see his eyes. And I got a real bad feeling. This is by far the best scene in the damn movie. Because Clint can act. See, the two actors... I seen his eyes, Loomis. I don't know. I've been too scared to say nothing. Packard hated Jamie. Packard hates everybody. He hates me. I don't want to get killed over something I had nothing to do with. So, so... Thank God for telling us what the hell this movie's about. It all came together, folks. Full circle. I think those are real Coke bottle glasses, too. Those were. They're like bending the light. So, folks, probably towards the last third of the film, you're probably going to get the best acted scene between the two best actors in the movie. So uh, that's like a, like that scene actually was a good acted scene. And most real, definitely. realize we are talking about Randy Clade and Clint Howard. Just to give you an idea of how bad this movie is. All right. I, I really want to know what's with the damn braces. So this is the, this uh, burger shop. But this is Jamie Packard's actual brother. Yes. Okay. So that's his real brother. Uh, yep. And he's best friends with yeah. his basically reincarnated brother, but he yeah. doesn't realize it's the spirit of his brother, which is so damn convoluted that it's almost cool. Yeah, I know. Look at Randy Quaid. He was almost a charming bastard. Look at him. Jesus, that's a lot of shit. Oh, you know what I've noticed too? That this guy has a lot of weird character traits that he that he puts in every scene. Like one scene he's making the paper man. This one he's still pouring the sugar. Probably something to keep that. Keep your focus on him. Yeah. Like little tricks. And, and, and another thing I love about the 80s, this guy is actually cooking the burgers on the grill. He's actually flipping them and putting fries in a basket and selling them out the window. But, he, but he's definitely never done it before. No, he's never done it before. You can tell just by the way he's handling the food. A real, a real, I mean, I just worked on the food truck. Yeah. Uh, little side note, I Yeah, check worked, out the food truck, guys. Yeah, off the griddle, pretty dope, Gainesville, Florida, spec. But uh, when you're cooking like that, uh, you don't take your eyes off the food. You might, like, look really quick. Yeah, but, but you, you never take it. Yeah. But I appreciate that they went practical. <laughs> yeah, totally, right? Literally, this store is the only store in town. It like, would seem as if. There's, like, not even a Dollar General There's anywhere. not even a town. They haven't Dollar gone General. in. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't see a Walmart, a Dollar General. What the fuck's wrong with this place? And how does she not know that that's her ex-boyfriend in spirit form? I don't... Wonder if his dick's been that he's a ghost. That is a very awkward Maybe. question that I can only leave up <laughs> to, the to, to the com- to the comment board. Sherilyn <laughs> Finn, if you hear this, please 
does, you know, like, is there, was there a difference? Is that why you couldn't tell it was your boyfriend in the film? Like, where's, is that a bad question to ask? I don't know. I just kind of, there's just something that popped into my head. This is a, this movie is amazing because it's like, Big K's Drive-In is the name of the burger place in this. Big K's. I do not see a big K anywhere. You know, this film was amazing because they show how the bad guy is breaking down because now he just started smoking all the time every time you see him. Oh, that's him. true. He's totally stressed out now. Like as Look his, at that skirt's not even as... <laughs> like, as his car's got more fucked up... He's gotten more fucked up. Yeah, he's yeah. gotten more fucked up. Everything's full in a pult. God. I, th I think Jason has a I 80s like crush on show. <laughs> There he is. You see him? You see the guy in the shirt? Yes. We oh, he's got the mesh blue shirt. Yeah, we saw our first extra. extra. Look he at looked it. right at the camera. Jerk. <laughs> he should have been cut out. He should have totally been cut out. See him? You see him? Yeah. That's amazing. Extra in the blue. Oh. If you're ever watching the Wraith, there's an extra in a blue mesh shirt, and look at his expression. Which I could totally. I wish I had that shirt, because I would rock it. I'm Jay. looking for. Oh, taking the boot to the belly. Okay, that was the best beat down in the movie oh. so far. This Popped guy him twice in the nose. Yeah, see, he's a dick to the little people. That's the type of motherfucker I kick. Never mind. Shut up. <laughs> no, Jason. No. <laughs> Jason. No. Put yourself in oh, I would never say that. I, that's one of the things I love about you. But sometimes I'm just like, oh, well, I guess that's my friend. I'm a, I guess I'll just say it here and see what happens. Where are we going? This guy might not be the time or place for that. Huh? Where's that, Packer? You really don't bring this stuff up in the plan, Riley. California. Listen to this guy. Santa Barbara, someplace like that. Oh, he's, he's kidnapping her. He's taking her across state lines. Remember, she is underage and still in high school. And that's the creepy part about it. But it's funny, it's like, I'm going to go out west. You're, go, you're in Arizona, and you're going to California. <laughs> like, that's not too far. It's not too far. <laughs> like, if he said Russia, he'd be like, that's west yeah, from yeah. where they are. You know, that's, that's really west. Japan. <gasps> and we just Backhanded her. Oh, I'm a... Oh. And we just finished doing it. She just realized that he Packard killed her boyfriend. Killed her boyfriend. I was always with Jamie. I never made any promises to you. Mine, that's it. Wow, creepoid. You think I'd go to California with you? I'd rather go to Nogales at the gutter boys Cretan children and die than to be with you. Damn, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, you can kill me too, Packard. But you can never make me love you. Ouch. What the hell? This is the most reasonable bad guy I've ever seen. Here's the blade. Ha <laughs> I love how they just they just have the Chrysler logo on there. Yeah, just barely you can yeah. see it like imprinted. That is a dope car. I totally rocked that car. Really? You got a helmet, dude? Yeah, I know, right? The automatic racing cars have really started to piss me off in this movie. Yeah. 
Like, <laughs> they should. <laughs> you know, I think they would have done that in Fast and the Furious. I, I Automatic think, <laughs> And I really liked the driving scenes during the day, but they're starting to kill me now because it's the same thing over and over it's, again. Yeah, it's technically the same race over and over again, for sure. It's uh, the same setup. But that would almost be interesting. I'm telling you, a Fast and the Furious style movie with like a ghost car would almost yeah. be kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. But no. That'd be kind of It's something cool. that, I mean, it's not a, whatever. I mean, anything that's not a remake. There, there is a movie from back in the day that had a killer car, like some kind of black sedan. It's a Lincoln. But what movie it's is it? It's a Lincoln there? Town Car. It was called, it, it was called Car. Was it called Car? I think so. Let me look it up. Or Devil Car or something. Something like that. Because like I remember seeing this movie. Now that seven. car was, was creepy. creepy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. It, it like would run people over and stuff. Yes, yes. That was a movie where I was like, what the hell is this? And they didn't barely explain crap. And it was, it, that's a good movie. Like, this is not that movie. 1977. Yes. It was a Lincoln. Yes. Look at that car. That. What evil drives the car. The car. So this is like the shitty 80s version of the car. Yeah. Totally. Except the car is not as cool. That's a sick car. Came out the year I was born. Yeah, that movie was... I remember that movie. That was crazy. Like, here's a scene from it. Like, the sheriff... Like, what they did is they took a Lincoln and chopped the top real good and put on, like, big bumpers from, like, a 50s car on it. It's kind of... They, I can kind of see what they did there. It's really, <laughs> We're trying to stay focused during this movie, but it's like... Literally, like, yeah. a race from, like, let's put it this way. The chase scenes of Smokey and the Bandit blow this movie yeah. away. Yeah. Like, this is super low-tech. The scenes from Cannonball Run blow this out the door. Oh, that's an amazing movie. But they should... Oh, now that's uh, not bad. The whole trailer of cars that are all chained to the truck. And did you notice that the, the, the car trailer has nothing but shitty cars on it? Yeah. But I'll say this for this movie, they they work with actual physics of explosions and wrecks. Yeah. So these wrecks are not pretty, they don't have a lot of sparks in them, but they look they are real for the most part and they look nasty. Like they're not pretty, they're very ugly wrecks. Somehow the race is still going on. Although we know that the wraith could tell oh the wraith has gone down, turned around, and now he's going back. He'd gotten so far ahead of the uh, hacker. That's got to be the same car the whole movie because... You could see where they've done... Yeah, they've done repair work There's, on it. Yeah, if you look at different scenes, you can see the front end where they had to done different repairs throughout. Let's see how many of these they made for the movie. Look at that. See, now it's just him standing on the road. Each other head on. Massive explosion. That's massive, man. Pieces everywhere. <laughs> Body pieces flying through the air. Now I want a big K's burger shirt. I know, right? <laughs> gonna bring that shit back. They will blow the shit up out of a real car, and you can tell that that's a kit too. But yeah. Fire tornado. 
Well, folks, the bad guy has been taken out, and it looks like the last exoskeleton piece has vaporized as Randy Quaid pulls up to the wreck scene. And Packard is laying there, like Com- Jesus, technically. Yeah, and not hurt. Clean as a vessel. Look at his car is burnt the hell up, and he's just laying in it. Just like all the others. Well, there's only one body here. Cover him up. You want us to set up a new roadblock? We can still catch a bugger. We got guys. Wait. We can still catch the bugger. That's what they said. Won't stop something that can't be stopped. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying it's over. There's nobody left in Packard gang to kill. Clean this mess up. Get the hell out of here. Man. That cop gave up easy. Oh, oh no, we're hitting loading, guys. What's oh, going on? man. The first movie we were talking about, we, we'll have to, and we will have to get that soon. I guess we'll, won't spoil it till we actually get it, but it was, yeah. it was on VHS. And, uh, and I can get it on DVD. It just costs a couple bucks. So yeah, I'm yeah, order yeah. It off of eBay. Like, it's, it's but super it's definitely, rare. Definitely one I want to own, anyways. Oh, Lambo doors. Oh, nice. That is a pretty good costume. Okay, now we got some... Okay, here we go, some sci-fi. Here we go. Because this definitely doesn't seem supernatural. It's like basically the car driving equivalent of Iron Man. Or if you've ever seen the television show Auto Man. Auto Man, I love that. With... who is a Desi Arnaz Jr. Yep, that was a good show. That was one of my favorite shows on TV. I used to love that show. That and car would make 90 degree turns. And you know what? It was a Lotus Esprit Turbo. God, I love you, Jason. That That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah, dude. I'm telling you, hold on to that stuff. She's not freaked out that he just transformed. He didn't take off his helmet. He literally transformed yeah. into Charlie Sheen. Look, I got one more thing to do. Don't leave me again. Don't worry. See, it's weird, but they totally try to have his personality. I'm a regular superhero who kills who kills assholes. Like, look how all of a sudden he's just like, "Hey, what's up?" Da 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 da. The yeah. whole movie totally mysterious, but then at the end, "Hey, babe, what's going on?" Yeah, it's I just got car. I got one more stop to make. Yeah, I gotta go say hi to my bro. Kid still doesn't tie his shoes enough. No, that's you. Not in the kitchen. That would not be allowed. So yeah, you need to tie the shoes. I've never swept the floor. Come on, Packer! Relax. You scared me, man. I'm sorry, man. It's been a heavy day already. Oh, heavy. Nice. What's with the heavy stuff? Is everything heavy in the future? (laughs) Before I do, I want you to have some. The keys to my badass whip. She's yours now. Going from the Triumph Spitfire? To a Chrysler M4 S Turbo. The only one in existence. The only one in existence. This movie. Does very special things. Listen to him, like he's just been doing the most benign shit this whole movie. Yeah. Just have my car. Have this killing machine. Oh, by the way, it does very special things. But at the same time, it's kind of dope. Like, they like set it up for some crappy sequel and. Yeah. So that's why I think that this has a sci-fi... Because this is... A, think about it. This is a car that he could pass off 
to his brother. That have, so that it's a have... piece of technology, but they don't explain. Right, exactly. See, that's why that's um, weirded out by the. See, yeah, it's got the Dodge written yeah. on the back for the last scene. They just shine the tires. Yeah. Get the shine. Hey, shine. They didn't wash the insides off though to get the dirt off. Hey, Jake. Not good. Yeah, I noticed they that. They didn't do the details right. See, I would have washed those tires off, and then did the tire shine. Jake! Jake! I actually cried when I was a kid when I saw Jake! like this part. <laughs> like I totally. Oh, he scared. knows Every, it's him. Yeah, he knows it's him. He figures it out. It's his brother. This scene gave me a little tickle in my pickle. This ending is so horrible. Pull it up. It's like they could have had the whole movie in it without the Wraith. Yeah, totally. Right. Or they could have made a cool movie out of the Wraith. Actually, it would have been... And then Vanilla Ice wouldn't have been able to make Cool, cool as Ice if oh, they would have... <laughs> this movie is Cool as Ice. Technically, it's Cool as Ice. Holy shit, you're right. Guy comes into town on a motorcycle. <laughs> and nobody likes him. <laughs> oh, the big moon exit. Holy crap, that's the end of the movie? That's it, man. It's that big. This, okay, thank you for listening to us if you're like the one person who's got all the patience of a saint and listened to us. On yeah, our, totally. And our first podcast, because this was sci-fi only in speculation, and it was lo-fi only in execution. execution. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was the Joseph, and this is my good friend, Jason, no! Yes, folks, <laughs> Jason, uh... Again, coming to you on the air from a power with Pop Studios, which is my house. Uh, coming to you live, no really streaming. But you all have a great night. I hope you enjoyed our first movie. Um, I don't know if we'll be doing this every week. It might be every other week. I'm thinking to start out. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Bi- bi-monthly because... Yeah, um, bi-monthly is good because that gives us... Because we can go through movies fast if we did it every week. Yeah. I mean, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like... Give time, give give people time to listen to it for a couple weeks, get the idea, kind of stuff like that. Uh, I'll be putting this up on the podcast page. Yeah, I, I would say that um, if any cats out there, like let's say for the one person who actually was like, oh my god, that just spoiled this, or we told him about the movie, just um, put up a suggestion. I guarantee we're weird dudes, so we've probably seen everything at least once. But yeah, we- yes, yeah <laughs> if there's anything you want us to do, uh, any movie that you come up with, just send it to us. Uh, Jake. My, my only question is, make sure it's between 1980 and 1990. Uh, it doesn't have to be a B-movie. Uh, it can be any good sci-fi movie. But, you know, like right now, we're going through the ones, I think, like The Wraith, which is something that, for me as a teenager, really stuck with me. And I watched it a lot because it was on during the summer, like every day on I mean, HBO. Like, this, you watched it every day during the summer. I mean, this movie is so bad that I remember this being on, like, the USA Network back in the day. Oh, yeah, days. totally. And I, the thing I remember about this movie most is the songs. Like, a lot of these songs had uh, were popular yeah, at yep, the time and stuff popular. like that. So, like... Rebel Yell, man. You know, and uh, and it was Jakey e. Lee, by the way. Oh, that, that was? Playing, was. Yeah, okay. that wasn't Brad Gillis. I think he only re- re- played on Speak of the Devil. I don't know if he did a studio album. Oh, so, I apologize yeah. for that. I'm a l- little rusty. But, um, I love... It's like, this movie is completely pointless exercise and yet... It doesn't have anything that you'd love 80s movies for, like yeah. heart, sentimentality, the, the nostalgia factor is very little. But at the same time, there is 
something to it that is a. Uh, it's not necessarily worth watching, but I I would. I can't. I, if it if it. I mean, like I like I said, I I probably watch this every other month. I, that's what I'm saying. It has a certain kind of. It's like Fletch or any of those other yeah, movies. I have, wow. continue, I, I, I have to continuously watch <laughs> these movies. Fletch is awesome, though. Like the, <laughs> let's, not, let's not get it twisted. The Wraith sucks oh, yeah. bad. Yeah. It's like a, a bad B-list John Hughes movie yeah, totally. crammed in with a sci-fi concept. So I know somebody might be like, it's not sci-fi. But like I said at the end, uh, definitely the car was able to be passed off. So it was obviously a Some piece of technology. technology yeah. So we'll just let that one slide as we're getting yeah. the... So don't so don't be like <laughs> trolls and nail us on all the shit that yeah. we missed. So just listen to the show, mm-hmm. enjoy it. You guys have a great week. Uh, look out for one another. Take care of one another, and uh, have a great night. All right, peace, deuces. <laughs> <laughs>